Hello, this is Black Country Blokes chewing the fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the moms, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. Abin, yeah, it's the Black Country Blokes shooting the fat. With me, Kev Dillon, Lee Cadman, Craig Pinches, and our special guest today is Pat Lewis. But before we go into Pat's story, I'd just like to give my deepest condolences to the loss of Fred Cummings. Now, Fred was a referee, um, referee and judge and MC, but I think he was judging since the 70s. Now, Fred was one of the best officials in the game and one of the best MCs because you knew if he was there, we were going to have a fair night. So, and I mean, he was so passionate about amateur boxing. And I heard through lockdown when I phoned him up to make sure he was all right, that he boxed at a very high level when he, in his youth and he also played a very good level of rugby. So, and he, through lockdown, he, he, he was going to come on this show. And what a story he had, being a policeman for years and all the bouts and experience he had in boxing. So my heart goes out to his family. Once again, the game will be a different place without you in it. Now, let me introduce uh, Pat Lewis. Pat Lewis has come on today. He's a father of how many children have you got, Pat? Three. Three children. Yeah. And uh, the middle one, Josh, has got uh, autism. So I thought it'd be great to have your dad coming on today. Tell us how it is. Not only having an autistic child and telling us about autism, but it affects us as, as dads because you love your children no matter what they've got. But when we, when they're babies, you have so many different dreams and ideals of what's going to happen. And sometimes this bombshell, like with my parents when I lost my vision, this bombshell hits and sometimes it's a bloody hard pill to swallow, isn't it? Bro? Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, so Josh is 15 now. Um, he was diagnosed with autism when he was six. Uh, he's, he's been with the cameras all his life, um, started at sort of mainstream school. We knew there was something uh, trouble. We knew there was something wrong. He didn't, he didn't pass any of the tests as you know, as you're proceeding through your, your baby stages and your toddler stages. Um, uh, and then eventually uh, we found a psychologist. Having terrible problems at school with him. Uh, we thought it was behaviour, but it was just autism. That was all it was. You had to have a 24, what's called a 24 hour statement when you, yeah, yeah. You, you, you've got somebody sat next to you every every minute that you know you're at school so it was we had an independent psychologist and he said that he should be at special school just on the basis of how much help he needs and and things started to get a little bit better then and he went down to wood setting um and he went to the primary school there that was okay didn't talk a lot now we can't stop him talking yeah. um he loves the boxing obviously that's why we're here um i love the boxing he's boxing he boxes with you doesn't he four times a week um He's, um, he's the problem with Josh now that we're having because he's coming into his um, adolescence, he's coming into uh, his teenage years, is his aggression. Uh, and when it when it's something, because when you're autistic, is you, if you lose something, you don't understand, I've got to look for it, I've got to ask somebody to look for it. He doesn't know how to ask. So it's normally a, a load of aggression and a load of upset. And then finally, after that's all over and he's calmed down, he'll then ask you to help him. Um, he's on medication. He's on quite a heavy dose of medication now in order to try and help with that area of his autism. He's also got learning difficulties as well, which obviously impounds on the aut- autism as well. Um, so he's got his own psychologist. He's got, he's, uh, he's got CAMS. 
Um, he's at special school. He gets the support that he needs there. We get him the support he needs. Um, and he comes to you, doesn't he? Well, he's been starting with me for the last few weeks. And you know, you've been coming up the gym yeah. on and off for yeah. years. Yeah. He'd come up to mainstream class, um, as well as your other daughter, Jasmine. So hello, Jasmine. Hello, Jasmine. Um, but he, he's just started coming up, yeah. doing one-to-ones. And you've said already the improvement with him, with yeah. his temper and his... I mean, what's he been up now? Six weeks solid, isn't he? Something like and, that. and it's a lot, four times a week. It's, it's, it's heavy, that is. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm struggling. <laughs> I do agree with that. I'm struggling a little bit. But yeah, he's 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 definitely calmer. He's nicer. He likes you, and he gets along with you. Respects you. He likes telling me about his games and yeah, and telling me about his interests. We, we try and minimise because that's that the games don't help him. Mm-hmm. Because of course, with as you know, with games, these games now they're so good that you go from very high to very low quickly. Yeah, and obviously that doesn't help his condition because uh, his condition is one off. Um, you know. Um, how you're feeling and you know how you react to the stimulus around you and stuff like that. So, me and Kim, my, that's my wife, that's Josh's mum. You're right, Kim. Yeah, <laughs> we've been on a signet course uh, where they take you through because, incredibly, I did. I I was completely ignorant of mental health, completely ignorant to it until I had Josh, and then obviously you 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 just get exposed to it quite massively. And until about I mean, what we've been, he's been with Cam's now, it's going to be coming up to eleven years. Um, he's, he's he, we've never had a course on it. He just mm. you just going through the motions of trying to parent somebody with this condition, uh, and it's quite a severe condition. It's there's not a lot known about it. There's not I maybe mean, people are starting to get geared with it now, but before um, there wasn't much much known about it. Even within schools, they didn't know much about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the mainstream school he went to, I won't mention names obviously, but the mainstream school he went to, uh, he, he was really struggling. Was he just put down as a naughty child? Yeah, he was sat. He was he was sat on his own a lot. Um, it, there wasn't any specialist help other than somebody just teaching. As, as if he was if he was a little bit slower than the others. Uh, we were com- that was completely wrong. And then we know that now. There's, um, I was speaking to someone the other day actually, a cousin of mine, and she said that two of her children are yeah. uh, autistic. One's in the primary, one's in the secondary, and she said that the secondary school one. I think she's towards the end of yeah. school. And they've waited for so long to get, is it ECV? Yeah, uh, education, healthcare plan. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. It's taken them so long to say, oh, she needs it. Yeah. Um, And I think it's just a schooling system, like you say. It's it's a relatively new new concept to to like the educational system. And she says she knew that her youngest was um, going to have autism or diagnosed. He's just been diagnosed. Because he used to stack things up and never used to play with anything. He'd stack them up yeah. and he'd have things in order. I'll be absolutely honest. I don't know a hell of a lot about yeah. autism. I mean, is there in a nutshell that you could explain? It's, it's difficult. Sort of, I think. I think it's it's different in every case, isn't it? And the they have different. That's yeah. why it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. Yeah. You, 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 uh, I mean, jo, jo, I mean, in a nutshell, Josh is he, he fantasizes over things. Some things you don't want him to fantasize over because they're they're, they're they're negative, aren't they? Yeah. Probably discussed it with you in the past, and I. Uh, he's fans over good things like he's a fanatical Wolves fan he's, yeah. whether that's a good thing or not I don't know he's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a fanatical Wolves fan and um, he, he loves the football so I get him to the Wolves as, as often as I can but as you say with Josh it's um, there, there are some I mean obviously I know a lot of people who've got kids who are autistic because we're in that world but and they do seem to be similar. It's about they're dealing with traits, how they, they deal with the outside world, yeah, maybe, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of it yeah. comes down to how, you, how, they, how they perceive the outside world and other people 
Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the conditions based around that, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, Social conditioning and yeah. how you how you perceive. I mean, for example, you could be talking to Josh and you could be joking and he won't see it as a joke. Yeah. He might see that as you're being personal or you're criticising him. So you've got to be very careful with him, what you say and how you say it and how you put it across. Um, I mean, when Josh comes here, to, I mean, he's been here today at four training. I try to stay out of it a little bit, don't I? Because yeah. he doesn't want me telling him how to do anything. He just wants, he'll only hear, which is the way it should be, really. But that's how dads yeah. and sons yeah. are, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, yeah, but we've had some really hard times. We've had some really low time, really low times. And, I've, you know, I've, I've had to sort of sometimes question your own mental health sometimes, how low you do get, yeah. because you're, you really are on, on your own with this problem. And when it's not going right and he's he's angry and he's... You know, he's, he's he's showering and he's upset by something that we would think was nothing yeah. really, um, and that's what you're coming home to. I mean, at work, for example, after I have a, a thing called a wrap at work reasonable adjustments program, or past what they call it, where you're allowed certain allowances at work. Yeah. So I quite often I may have to go home, just calm him down, make sure everything's okay if he's yeah. if he's not happy or something's wrong. Uh, so I have to fill built into my whole day mm. to change my day. Some of them don't understand. Some people may not understand that at work, and they may see yeah. that as you know you, you want to get out. Well, but it's not. It's, it's purely and simply because you have to be there for him. I mean, yeah. I used to, used to work in Birmingham, uh, and I came here to work because I live here because of because of Josh. That's how severe the problem can Close be. Proximity. Yeah. So can, yeah. So I can get back and you know help out with Kim because obviously she burdens most of it. She, she's yeah. obviously with him most of the time. So I mean, but, uh, that's that's similar to my experience with yeah. with my daughter. It's very and you don't before before my daughter was born i was in uh, disability equipment sales which i'm still right. in now yeah. and i thought i knew a bit then you know i was <laughs> going around people's houses and and you know i'd see it seen a lot and thought but once you come along it was it's just a total different whole world and i knew nothing and i still know nothing did you did you, did you get the feeling did you did you ever i know it sounds terrible because you shouldn't because i always say to my wife i said when we when we, it's really bad i'll say well look it could be worse it could be very severe it could be terminal it could be something worse there's always somebody worse off than you isn't it um that's a cliche that's a, a line for you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, did you ever do you ever sit there when, you, when it's really bad and think why has this happened to me why us quite often um i don't i don't tend to as much now but we've had we've had bouts in hospital where quite a few times where they said you might not make this do you want to tell pat about your daughter uh, we've spoke about it to oh, be honest yeah, yeah. before we, we're coming out we had a brief conversation about that um and in those times, you do. You sit there. You sit in hospitals. Got tubes hanging out just about everywhere. And you think, "What have we done? What have we done to yeah. you know? To yeah. do? What's she done? Yeah. She's you know, she's an innocent girl who's yeah. just happened to to come into this world. She's just done nothing." Um, but you can't think like that, can you? You've got no. to get that out. But it does creep in. That negativity does creep in. But you've got you've got to get that out of there and ultimately she's a happy girl yeah. and you know what if, if all my kids were as happy as her throughout their life yeah. I've done my job and well, well that's a reflection good. of you as a parent so that you've made yeah. that happiness I mean because it, it could be a sort of I give up and go home kind of attitude could it which quite a lot of people do have mm -hmm. but I think the worst thing that gets me is knowing that he may not make his full potential in life mm -hmm. I mean the first thing you'll say to anybody when you meet them I'm going to be a boxer one day, Dad. Yeah, I'm going to be a millionaire boxer. You yeah. just said that to me. Yeah, just said, see, first of all, it's on me, see, that's the first thing you'll say to me. It shows an interest in me. I'm going to be a millionaire boxer. And you, you're like, well, you might be. You can never rule it out, can you? Yeah. But, you know, you just think, well, I've got pretty much a full life. I've done pretty much everything I wanted to do. Um, 
I'm, I think I'm healthy, you know, uh, hopefully I'll have a full, and you know, you just, you just feel a bit down that you, you may not get what he wants out of life because of that condition. And that's the only thing that I really, but again, like you, other than mind, I always say to Kim, let's, let's do good things. Happy, you know, on days off, let's yeah. go Alton Towers. Let's go and have some good time for all the bad times you can put to one side then, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, both the kids have got though, he's loving parents. Yeah. And I think love can carry through a lot of the, the, the downsides of life. I mean, life's going to be tough no matter whether you live in a cardboard box or in a 20-bedroom mansion. Yeah. Never mind with health problems. But as long as you've got love on your side, yeah. I think, you know, you've got something. Sorry, Lee. Um, how do you feel the, the outside world perceives, perceives it? Like, I, I mean, I, I, get, I haven't spoke to you about this, but um, when you're out and about, will will the autism kind of flare up then and, and yeah, cause a scene? Yeah, so if um, I, was, I was thinking about this on the way here, actually. I was thinking the worst thing we used to have, we still have now, is when we're in public. So we go towards ours and he has something he's not happy with and he starts shouting. And people are looking and looking, and you're like, you're thinking, well, you've seen a kid have a tantrum yeah. before. This isn't a tantrum, obviously, it's something yeah. else. They don't know that. Um, they think it's bad parent, naughty kid. Um, but but it, it's not. Um, but it, it, that, that's probably the worst moments we have with him. Um, and then it's quite often he'll, he'll tell you exactly what he thinks of you and stuff. He doesn't mean any of no. it. And he doesn't he doesn't really understand. When he's, when he's discussing something, he doesn't really understand what he's talking about. So if he starts talking about race issues, I don't think he really, really understands what he's talking it's about. Kind of it's just, what yeah, I have heard that's why you got to be careful randomly as positive yeah. role models because if he gets negative ones, he'll he'll keep those yeah. for himself and he'll use those. I mean, again, like from my experience, it doesn't. It's it's different because my daughter will be loud and vocal. She can't talk, but she'll be she'll be screaming yeah. in happiness yeah. and excitement. Um, and it never really bothers me people looking, but I wish they'd come over and ask instead of just looking. Yeah. Just saying, I've got yeah. no problem yeah. explaining yeah. anything, but it's, it's when they're kind of looking, especially slightly different because they're looking at, they're probably looking at your situation again. Well, that, that kid's a bit naughty. Yeah. I mean, I was well, yours has got the wheelchair, hasn't she? Yeah, so, so it's, can, it's kind of explained yeah, in so a it's, sense. It's physical, isn't it? Whereas yeah. Josh, you, you, wouldn't, you would talk, you could, if you didn't know Josh, you'd probably talk to him. I think Josh has probably declined mentally. I don't think he's advanced. Since I mean, he's, they've told me he's got a mental ability of a five-year-old. So, but I think his speech has declined. We've got him speech therapy as much as we can. Um, we could try and you know enhance that by talking to him and explaining the words and how you pronounce them. I think that's declined. So I think now it's more obvious. I think before when he probably came into your club, it probably wasn't that obvious that he was autistic. He's so much younger. Yeah, he it's... was young. He was quieter, wasn't he? Now he's more expressive. You know immediately. There's, you know, you're like, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, we, I've kind of, I wouldn't say I'm an expert on autism, but I've kind of, over the years, I've kind of learned around it. The signet course was okay, you know, it told you, you knew a lot of it anyway, to be fair. You don't need to be told it, you know. I mean, well, it, it, the different types of the spectrum is what I found interesting on that course. Could you tell us some more about like, the spectrum of like, different things to notice? Or Well, um, I've got friends who've got, who's, he's come to me, he's a, he's, a, he's a good friend of mine, he's a plumber, his daughter's probably junior school age. And he said, Pat, I have to ask you because you, you, you because of Josh, um, she sort of sits in the playground on her own, yeah. doesn't socialise with other kids. I said, well, have you, have you, have you taken her to cams or have you, you have got to go for your GP first. You've got to be gatekeeping into cams, and then, uh, and he was like, no, no, because some parents won't. Some they're frightened. Of yeah, them, some don't want to know that that's there's an issue. Um, some of some are obviously frightened, like you just said, Kev, of you know. Uh, of them having some, and, and sometimes it's not that it might be something else. It could yeah. be something completely. It could be she's just a shy kid, yeah. uh, and it's her age. Or, um, 
So there's 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 one in the, I mean Josh's indications were he, he didn't speak at all. He couldn't look you in the eye. He, he wouldn't look at you at all. Um, he, he was you know he didn't respond to things very well. Um, and he used to cry a lot. I mean, when he was a baby, I mean, he would scream for hours. That's took yeah. on itself. Yeah, isn't it? and that was bad. Yeah, um, and now he, he won't stop talking now. No. So, but he, but that, does, that that also can it does mentally harm you a little bit because he's talking to you about the same thing over and over again, and you yeah. you send you explained it to him. Um, but at least he's talking. He's happy. Yeah, because let's say like sometimes when we're having a conversation, he comes in with something. Yeah, but it's just. An eager child who's finding it hard yeah. to get over what he's trying to say, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, have you know, he doesn't like he doesn't like if I talk over him, does he? No, he doesn't like that. So, <laughs> well, kids don't. Yeah, do yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Dad, I'll, I'll say something. This is my training session, not yours. So, I mean, how, how do you deal with with that? I mean, it, it's a big a big thing, and you have to deal with yeah. it, regardless of how your coping mechanisms or whatever else. So it's even like the public perception side of it when he's when he's having issues in public yeah. uh, how do you feel how does that make you feel does that because obviously you're consciously aware that people are going to yeah, be yeah. looking on and yeah. judging does that make you angry does it make you embarrassed does it make you think do you show any anger or, or feel any anger to the public or I mean, do you I'll, just I'll, deal with the moment i'll be truthful i find it really hard to cope with i really yeah. do it's really difficult to cope with because we look after him really well um he, he doesn't want for much um and sometimes you can't you kind of treat because i've got two other kids as well but you try you, you know when he's doing stuff in public you're thinking why is he doing this to me after all yeah. i've done for him and but, it, like, but you can't think like that because it's just all, it's yeah. just his condition but we do because yeah. we're human yeah because yeah. we're human yeah you know what i mean yeah but it, it is hard and it, it, it's hard work it, it's not easy uh i'll take my hat off to anyone with you know your position and you know it's that's it's difficult it's just really difficult i'm, I'm a lot more appreciative of other people now because mm. um having gone through this myself i know how hard it is but i think years ago i would have been quite ignorant to it mm. i'd be like what's, what's wrong you, you know get on with it now i can really someone comes to me at work or something i can really appreciate there's an issue so I've, I've it was only today actually that i was driving down the road and for some reason something popped into my head and it was it was anybody with any disability and now i felt really bad that i've neglected my body and, and still do to a certain degree and there's a lot of people out there that all they want is a healthy body and healthy mind um and i felt really guilty and i like part of me took sympathy and then i sort of shouted at myself this was today <laughs> i thought how dare you take sympathy you know they've not asked for any for all you know they are a lot happier than than what you are and i sort of i sort of for some reason today like a bit of a down day myself i sort of like Worrying myself in the head that um, I should appreciate and not take for granted what I can do and what I'm yeah. able to do. Yeah. And I've got two healthy boys and this and the other. And then I feel guilty and then I feel angry that I'm feeling guilty when someone's not, you know, yeah. asked for sympathy. You know, it's, I, do, I take my hat off to anybody that. I think you know, anyone with a disability, like people know about my eyes, no one wants sympathy. Right. People want a bit of empathy, a bit of yeah. understanding, a bit of caring. Yeah. You know, like when I'm out, if someone goes like, why not step, Kev? You know, that, that's kind of something I might fall over it. Or yeah. where's the toilet? Tell you what, Kev, I'll show you where they are. But if you just go, oh, that poor Kev. Because I've, I've had a full life. Like yeah. Your, yeah. your children hopefully will. And grow up, But sympathy is looking down, whereas empathy, you're looking on their level. Yeah. yeah. But like, can I just say a quick thing to you two? Because I know my dad, when I got diagnosed, um, uh, men and choice went to a coma, lost my eyes. How did you feel 
when you first had the news, I'll ask Pat first, I'll ask you then, because like he and a lot of people I've talked to said, I felt like almost God was smiting me. Yeah. I felt like all the wrongs I'd done. And he goes, but it's not that, it's just one of them bollocks. I felt, I felt, I, I won't lie, I felt, I did, you talk about your son and I think when you, it sounds, it sounds old fashioned because I am a bit old fashioned, but when you're a father, and you got a son. I've got two daughters as well, so I have a different relationship with them than I will with yeah. him. So I'll go to the boxing with him. Yeah. And luckily, he loves boxing, he loves football like I do. So we got we share things. But um, I, I, I got to admit, I did, I, I did kind of think like you said, why has this happened to me? I've always treated people with respect, whatever I've done. Mm, yeah. I've always wanted to be treated respect myself. Mm. Um, so I did sort of go through a period of thinking, well, what have I done to deserve this? You know. But then I thought, but he's better off than most kids. Yeah. Um, and I think potentially when he comes out of his teenage years, he may settle right yeah. down and he'll be able to function and hopefully go into supported living or something and be able to live on his own without, with, with help from us from a distance yeah. and have a relationship and have, you know, have a job, have a yeah. job. Um, so um, yeah, I did, but now I'm starting to think differently to that. Um, so I'm starting to think differently to that now. And how about you? Mirrored that really exactly the same. You, you, you blame yourself and you, you think, well, where, where have I gone wrong? What have I done? You know, could I have done anything different? And the truth is we couldn't have done anything, absolutely anything. It would have made a blind bit of difference what we'd done and, and how, we'd, how we reacted. Um, and again, the same, like I think, same as you, where, as my daughter grows up, she, she won't have the responsibilities that I've had. No. She, she will be looked after the whole of her life, um, 100%. She won't have to think about money, work, debt. And when you start thinking about things like that, you go, actually, that's not a bad place to be in at that point either. No. You know, that's quite a nice not to have to, to deal with kind of day to day. Everything's normal. It's just she'll live in that, normal. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, she'll live sure. in that innocent bubble that she's in there. You know, she's she's you, an innocent child. She'll live with it. won't change from that. Can I ask you, do you worry about vulnerability and stuff? Because people can take advantage of it. I worry more about that with. Um, with my other two children, as in terms of bullying and, yeah. and things like that, and my my uh, my eldest has just gone to secondary school, and that worries the hell out of me. Yeah. That um, she's going to get bullied because of a, because of you know kids can be horrible. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, they can. And they don't understand. They don't understand what that position's like. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure if these kids who bully about disabilities, if you give them a day in the life of me, looking after my daughter or my wife or the same, you know, same yeah. on your side. It changed instantly. Yeah, I mean, because I have to be careful, with Josh, with vulnerability because um, he obviously, you know, when he gets old, he's going to want to have friends, you know, around, go out with friends, and yeah. there's nothing really to stop that. I don't see there being anything to stop that. Uh, luckily for us, not would he's been surrounded by sensible people most of his life, and we haven't had any major issues. But it is something I have to keep an eye on with Josh. Yeah, uh, is how vulnerable he is to suggestions and you know, impressional. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my daughter's it, yeah. age range isn't in that. Um, won't get to that point no. so she, okay. she's gonna she might she might she, so she, she's five and functions between eight and 12 months old that might go up but it's never gonna go up to no you know if it goes to five years old we we've done well yeah so she's never gonna be at that point of going out with her own friends and doing that kind of that kind of thing and i, I yeah. suppose like with the different once again, the spectrum circumstance. Yeah. You're always going through adolescence, and they were starting to notice women. Notice, and then, yeah. And how I I like that girl, but how do am I allowed to touch? Am I allowed to? Yeah. And I think that's the next that's a, of that's, stepping stone. That's a difficult subject, very difficult. Because he's starting to show signs of that. 
Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know whether he's geared to be able to have a relationship for now, if you know what I mean. So yeah. I've got a responsibility with him, making sure he doesn't do any harm to anyone else as mm. much as anybody else to him. Yeah. So it works both ways, doesn't it? Um, I mean, he's never indicated anything unhealthy. He's never said anything that would, would lead you to believe that he could be, you know, anything than a normal relationship. Yeah. He's got a caring kid. I mean, he, he would never let... I, I was in the kitchen putting his boxing boots on the other day coming to, waiting to come train with you, and um, I didn't see the moth on the floor. I trod on this moth. Yeah. And he was really upset by it because I killed the moth all the way to where you killed the moth, Dad. <laughs> you killed the moth. Why did you kill that moth, Dad? Yeah. Yeah, that's it, Josh, because he didn't tell me it was there. Yeah. <laughs> but he loves animals. I mean, he, he, he hates animals, animal cruelty. Um, so he, he loves animals and stuff, and you know, yeah. um, so that shows he's got that side that's kind that, yeah. that's going to be compassionate. Yeah, um, he gets up from yeah, you the, and his miss, uh, your missus. Yeah, and that's as I say, like when we say education, education, we think education starts at school, education starts at home. You said a lot, then, me and you, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. the next form of education yeah. is your peers, yes. the people you surround yourself with, because yeah. if if you're not very someone and they are effing and jeffing or they're stamping on spiders yeah, yeah. then you think it's acceptable yeah. the, the third education is school you know what i mean it's the teachers but we get so much over education but yet we blame the schools and i think that's what it is you've got to understand that the family rules are what govern your moral compass your upbringing yeah, yeah. you know you I've seen it before where people have got, oh, he's learned that at school and they say, well, it's up to you to correct that. Yeah. You know, you can't pass the book on parenting. If if my kids grow, not saying that if they grow up to knock around with the wrong kind and get into trouble, because they can as much love and whatever we give them, because that's that's just life. You yeah, know, yeah, they, they cool. will take their own path. But if I'm going to sit there and listen to him swear and I'm going to listen to him shout and get upset on a game and this and the other, that's, the, that's on me. Yeah. You know, it, that's not on the school to correct that. That's on me as a as a parent. Yeah. And if I can't do that little task of at least showing them right from wrong, because no kid knows right from wrong. You know, none of us do. It's a blank canvas. Life is, and they do something wrong. You correct them or you praise them if if they do something right, yes. and that's how they learn. Yeah. If you leave them to it and you don't correct them and you don't, you know, you, you don't do anything. You learn from you know, somewhere. If you're not yeah. correcting them. The peers, the teachers, the bullies, the saints, the vicar, whoever it is, they yeah. will take the mould then. So they'll correct them given the standards that they want to correct them. And and mate, like you say, kids and cruel and kids and spectacular. You know, yeah. they, they can be one or the other and they can be both. Um, what I was going to ask you, and I think I've asked Lee this before, is you've obviously got other children as well. Yeah, true. How do they take it knowing that obviously sometimes the, the other one needs more attention at that time and that do they they're really good about it they, they do sort of well the younger one down there now doing a bit of boxing with josh and she on the bags and that um she looks after him really well does a lot of running around with him if he needs something she gets it for him um my eldest if he's if he's on the, if he's on say i don't know on some program on the telly and he's trying to type something in obviously he can't read or write so she'll type it in for him so they're they're, they're nurturing to help him um they, nice. they understand that it's probably 70 percent of the time is going to be with josh yeah. and then the, the rest but they never they'll never miss out on attention if they want attention and it's there yeah, it's always going to be given to them and if they want to come and do like she said tonight can we only said can i come in can i come to the boxing club with you and yeah. do some boxing with josh yeah of course you can and kev was up good enough to say yes as well so they'll never i'll never say no yeah um discipline is the one i've always been hooked up on i don't know where you're the same i have to discipline my kids differently because of Josh's condition, he, yeah. I can't discipline the same. I can't say to him, uh, you know, I can't discipline the same as my. I'm, yeah. I'm an 18 year old girl. 
What's her name again? Sorry. Uh, Amelia. Hello, Amelia. Um, you day kill that. You met me, Amelia, once, <laughs> haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not going to kill that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I can't. I can't speak to her the same way. So I have to keep adjusting my parenting skills with each what, what yeah, children yeah. I've got. Um, Jasmine, as you know, is a bright little button, isn't yeah, she? And she's like, it's pretty much not, not much you have to say to her most of the time. Very talented as well, Jasmine. Get yourself back up here. Actually, yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. So that's that answer your question. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, see, it's going to be. I mean, my children, they they don't have any. How many children you got? I've got two. I've got two. an eight-year-old and a two-year-old. Yeah. And when we had the the first one, when we was pregnant with the second one, I thought I'm a parent. Yeah, walking the park. <laughs> yeah, you know that rule book. <laughs> yeah, that rule book goes out the window, out the window yeah. because yeah. my youngest is is feral. Yeah, he's feral. But, <laughs> <laughs> he's not feral, but he's, he's lively. Mate, he's his own spirit, and and that's why I asked as well because. Like sometimes Roman needs a little bit more work yeah. to correct him, and Troy's like, "What well, you always say any other?" And I wondered how they take it because some kids are understanding and some, but he said down to your parenting. So it's, it's if when they, I mean, I've, 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 I've said other than Josh, I mean, and autism, uh, a teenage girl hitting the age of seventeen to eighteen, I find probably the most challenging. Because I was thought in my ignorance as a parent, I was thought that. Teenage girls were really angelic, the one oh, yeah. and then I mean, no, 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 I'm not complaining. She's terrible. She's she's a good girl, but um, you know, you, you've got to, you've got to guide them, haven't you? And they've yeah. got their own mind, and then you realise boyfriends to yeah, kill. And... There's, there's, there's a boyfriend that comes on you don't like. Yeah. You've had that, and then you've got you've got um, you've got. And then the you've growing been, up of becoming yeah, a woman and, and thinking, becoming, and now she is a woman. And you're like, yeah, I, I can. When she lives under my roof, I can sort of set some guy right. But yeah. she's 18 now, yeah, so yeah. really, my my time of saying you can't is over. Yeah, yeah. unless it's in my house, and yeah. then you know. So yeah, I've, I found. I mean, I think parents is just the journey, isn't it? Oh yeah, mate. so and you've got to be willing to change, aren't you? You got yeah, to think yeah. this isn't working, and with everything, it's growth. Yeah, and yeah. especially through having um, two mainstream and then. Josh, the bar is going to be set different, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. And it's uh, if you're getting A stars, that's brilliant. But if you're attending boxing four times, that is just as equally brilliant. You know what yeah. I mean? And you, you've said that to me yeah, before, yeah. haven't you? You, you, you? Yeah, the goals the goals are, are different. In some ways, probably even more impressive that my daughter reaches because she's reaching them. You know? Yeah, yeah. She's not going to be a boxer, but she, she just learned to eat. You yeah. know, we never thought we'd do see that. What's the syndrome that she suffers from? Dravet syndrome is a main condition. There's, oh. there's underlying things, but that's a main condition. Could you just explain it to that, please? Uh, it's a rare form of epilepsy. Right, okay. Yeah, it's a rare form yeah. of epilepsy. Um, learned disability, stage one kidney failure. There's a few things underlying. Um, but, yeah, so you, the achievements change, don't they? It's just a lower, not even a lower bar. It, a it, different it's, bar. Yeah, a different bar. It's, uh, eating to us is just normal, isn't it? Mm. But, uh, but you know, some people struggle with that. Do you find do you find you, you're affected by it? Say, for example, um, you know, do you do you find you, you go through depression, or do you find you have bouts of times where you you, you probably need help as well? Oh, I have. I've, I've seeked help, um, and this this podcast helps me no end. Um, but um, the year before we started this, I think it was, I was fly flying around. There was uh, I was in counselling for for a few weeks yeah. because of it all. Yeah. I mean, we had to stay. I say she was she she's been in and out in a hospital um, on death's door, and we had a stage where we had I think three deaths in the family. That happened. My wife was in hospital, so I was looking after my daughter at home. She became ill, so 
Well, while I was upstairs with my daughter, sorry, while I was in recess with my daughter, my wife was upstairs uh, with um, C. Diff, you know, and all that. I held all that in. I'm a bloke. I'm not meant to. Yeah, uh, yeah. The perception, you're not meant to cry. You're strong. You just get keep going, keep going every day, every day, trying to work as well. Because my wife doesn't work. She looked after my daughter. She was a teacher, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, a teaching assistant. And and I just let it build up to the point where. I'd have had a breakdown, or you know, yeah. some, and which is which is understand. I mean, my my wife can't work. Mm. She was a she was a beautician and worked in a bank, and she had to stop because of Josh. Because there's so much care, isn't there? There mm -hmm. that you have to provide. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still hear the word. Um, I I still hear the word special, mm. and I don't know about you, but when I hear that word, I probably used to use that word when, when I wasn't a dad. Uh, I don't remember doing that, but I still hear that word. I still hear that word for family members, younger yeah. family members, and I still think, I wouldn't say I see red, but I do sit there and think, yeah. you don't know, do you, yeah. what that means to me? Yeah. Um, you know, because it's, it's for me, it's a bit of a... It's, it's a throwaway term. It's a derogative term, isn't it? Yeah. I, I yeah. believe so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's still, sometimes, I'm not sensitive at all, but sometimes I think it's, it's done out of jest. Mm -hmm. And I hear people who probably shouldn't say that word, say that word quite often, who, who, who know my situation as well what yeah. terminologies would you prefer special for me is the wrong terminology and he's said in a tone do you, do you yeah. get what yeah, i mean yeah, he's said yeah. in a tone like he's a bit special isn't he? oh, yeah. you know yeah yeah the word yeah yeah and i don't like that um i'd rather if you're going to say that i'd rather even say anything quite funny, to be honest because <laughs> yeah. none yeah. of us are normal we're all no, we're, bloody I mean, i've mate. got some funny traits that <laughs> yeah. i do yeah. i'm probably a bit autistic myself but you know, we've all got funny things that we do. We've all got our likes and dislikes. We've yeah. all got our breaking points, haven't we? Some yeah. of us can cope with anything. Uh, and you probably found, you've you probably found, I don't know whether I'm right, but correct me if I'm wrong, you probably found that your strain is massively up there. Oh, yeah. Because you managed to cope. Cope with so much. But then, it, um, not so much now. It's all calm down with my daughter and she's quite healthy and, and you know, she's going to school and it's all good. But when, when we was in the worst of it, you always felt like you were up here yeah. and one thing could overflow that that bucket but that one thing could come you do it and you just deal with it the problem is you're never emptying it you're never emptying it and no. not so much now so through through doing this podcast and getting on here and just talking to the lads that's been more help to me than probably anything i've done previously well i need a boxer would help me because i came to kev about we well, reckon it's about two or three years don't we? Yeah. i'm obviously too too old to get involved and compete so um you know, we train a lot, don't we? Um, yeah, yeah. And it and it definitely helps me mentally as well. Helps me, you know, uh, keep my levels of anger down and, and, and upset, and you know, cope with things. Gives and you I, a I, again, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. I suppose yeah. release, isn't it? Um, and then it's just a matter of me just sort of, you know, having a bit of a quiet time yourself when mm -hmm. you can get it on your own. I do that quite often as well. I have a caravan in Wales, and I'll quite often go a day a day and a day before everyone else. Yeah. Just got so, well, I told, I told Kevin that I've just built a man cave. Yeah, I've got to be back in the So I've got to retreat into that cave. No, <laughs> yeah. I, have, I can see them in there and I'll have an hour. Yeah. And then little Jazz will come to window wave. So I think this is time for me to go back. <laughs> and I'll, have an, yeah, I'll have an hour in that man cave. I'll watch my telly and I'll sit there and go, gosh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's something I wanted to ask you, babe, because like your wife, like your wife, like, women are good at talking about it. Yeah. They, they yeah. can just sit at a table and go, and not actually, they can talk at the same time. Not listen and feel better. Yeah. But us blokes, like you were just saying, and you feel, I can't release it. Yeah. So we can hit the bags. But how, how often do you sit down as a group of blokes like we do now and actually have an old, frank conversation saying, you know, some days I'm a breaking, but some days 
when no one's here, I'll, I'll go and have a cry on the settee, or I'll go and yeah. But we, we're not allowed to feel like we are allowed to feel like, and by the grace of God, we are starting to do this. Yeah. But do you ever feel like they feel like alone well, in this? As you know, I was dreading coming here. I, yeah. I, I don't do this really that well. I'm not very good at this, and I um, I sort of I'm very good at telling people stuff not about me. Yeah. I'm very good at talking about somebody. I mean, I've done, you know, I'll come into it, but I've done yeah. a long time of talking to people about their problems and how we resolve them and stuff like that. Yeah. But well, I was dread. I was. I know I was dreading it because I was thinking about it at least on Friday. Yeah. And that means I'm thinking about it. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking. Should <laughs> I, 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 I back out of this? Yeah. <laughs> but I know, as you know, I don't back out of no. anything. So, um, and I wanted to come and do it because I wanted to see whether it'd be beneficial to me. Yeah. And obviously, it is. Yeah. Um. Because you, you I mean, who would you talk to about stuff? I mean, mm-hmm. if I went in and spoke to someone you at work, and the minute you see their eyes glazing over because mm-hmm. they they're listening to it again. Yeah. And you know they don't really want to know, like you know. Well, that's so, how so, we think. Yeah. We think that they think. Yeah. yeah. But I know, I know for a fact that he's probably not got the problems I've got, but he's probably got marital problems as well. Yeah. They're as bad as, to him. They're yeah. as bad as my problems. Yeah. Um. But you know, it's um. I mean, if it's real, I mean. Yeah, it, it, you don't blokes like, especially if I really, I'm probably, am I the eldest here? Yeah. I'm older than you, I'm yeah, 10 years yeah. older than you, aren't I? Yeah. In my day, you'd never, you'd never, ever, ever talk about this. Mm. Never. Because mm-hmm. you just, it was just something you'd just suck it up and get yeah. on with it, wouldn't you? Well, that's carried on, as I say, that's carried on really. You know, it's opening up probably in the last two or three years yeah. that blokes are, are, are able to go out and, well, and talk and be that open. I can't imagine 15 years ago though. I've been and because there was less help and there's less less understanding, less help. Yeah. There's less of everything. And no one wanted to be that first bloke. We're all sat here now and going, "I've got problems." You go, "Aye, aye." And then, <laughs> and then, and then go, "Well, my missus left me going." Oh well. <laughs> but, but by the end, I'm on a short problem. Yeah. <laughs> but by the end, no matter what it is, yeah, from from a severe or as minute, with all the problems, and when you start chipping it away, going. I'm angry because of this. I'm sad because of this. I'm, I, I overeat. I under it. And we've all got this thing. And by the grace of God that we're all starting talking about it now, the floodgates are going to open. Do you, yeah. know, you know where I feel the thing is? is I mean, that's what brought us all here. That's what started the podcast is all of us having problems to a certain degree. You know, it was started to help people with problems that are like to ours. And I think what it is, is before you dared not say that back in, even when I was younger, yeah. you know, I'd hear my granddad say, oh, he's, he's saying over, he's, a, he's being a baby or whatever. And you think, well, like, as a kid, you just think, oh, he must be being a tit then, because my granddad said he's being a tit. Yeah. I think the, tr- the trouble is now that judgment is passed far easier. Yeah. You know, back then he'd have said, oh, man up, I need to forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Now you'll get ridiculed for it. And it's on, it's it's out there in the big... So if you're going to be judged, if you say, I've got problems, and some people are not going to take too favourably, they'll take to Facebook, and then another 40 people know about your yeah. problems. And I think a lot of that is, is I want to talk sometimes, it's the fact I know that it's only going to be a passive set of ears that are listening to it. Yeah. You know, no one's active. How many times do you say, you know, having a really bad day? Oh, we all have them. But that's oh, what you need to find today. a you know, tribe, isn't it? And yeah. Someone that 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 will you don't just find up going, I've had a terrible day. You also find up going, you know what, but I've had a bloody great day today. Yeah. Not a brag, but you know what? I've I've just got promoted or yeah, my baby started walking. So we need that fluent conversation yeah. to keep each other alive. And conversation, communication is is more listening than it is speaking. And I think people 
people struggle with that these days? Well, it indicates that like the, the biggest range of death between, is it under the age of 42 for men is suicide. Yeah. I mean, there's something wrong there, isn't there? At the moment, we're losing more people from suicide than we are the coronavirus. In that mad in in the UK, you know, per, the, day, isn't it? per day. Yeah, wasn't there? Wasn't there? A, when this all started, wasn't there? Exactly, they, they examined the amount of people who commit suicide against coronavirus, and there was more. There was more people committing suicide than there was coronavirus, wasn't there? We're think, worrying about that though. But nobody's scared no. of that because you can't catch suicide. No, and no. I think that's people. We we are a very self-preserving um, creature, human yeah. being, and, and oh, suicide. Yeah, it's a sad thing. I can't catch that. And I think that's why people will talk more about this this pandemic than the will the suicide. Well, it's not just that. It's shut down the whole country as well, and suicide's never done that, has it? The whole no. world. The whole world. The sad, sad thing, whether you've got coronavirus or whether you've had someone who's completed suicide, if it's in your family or your loved ones, it's the world to you, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the thing. If, if it affects you, it means so much. But I think with um, the suicide rate going up, and I think we're at the very tip of the iceberg, Hopefully we're going to be having the Samaritans coming on and Pope Pharisees. I said that wrong. No, that's right. Have I said it right, bloody hell? Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to have these different organisations talk about it. And we're going to have different people on. We've got some great guests coming on. But while we are here and we're talking about autism, if, if you are a father or a mother and your child uh, is either diagnosed with yeah. autism or what would you tell the parent to do? Just maximise the system as best you can. Um, start to know the law around the system so that you can talk whatever um, whatever you need to get for your child to make their life easier. So if you've got to go to a tribunal, no, I can't afford to obviously get represented. Make sure you represent yourself correctly. There's low. There's like a Disabilities Rights UK. It's probably for me. I don't know whether it's free. Um, it's, I've it's been brilliant. to a tribunal and, yeah. and been through that through uh, getting my daughter into a school. And you're definitely right. It's not only just know that, um, probably not as much in your, but know where you can get equipment. You don't, yeah. have, you know, know yeah. research as much as you can and get as much help as you possibly can. It's access, access. Yeah. And now because they won't, and I hope no one tells you, do yeah. they? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not obvious. No one tells you, no one wants to give. Mm. And that's the honest truth. You've got, to, you've got to go and find it for yourself or ask somebody who knows, like us, who knows what we've been through the system ourselves and knows what to do. Um, as I say, there's loads of charities to help as well. That's the major one is access to stuff because they, they won't give it to you. And then it's there. It's been provided for by the government. It's there. Um, also, you like your, your healthcare plans at schools. Yeah. They're they're crucial because without that, you they won't get any. For example, you can get extra learning. You can get extra time in exams. There's all that's all built in. The wraps at work if you need if you're having problems at work and you don't want to affect your job. They're important to know about your wraps and what's open to you under the um, Disabilities Qualities Act 2010. That's the main one to know, isn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Um, to make sure that they are getting what they should get and that they're well looked after when they're not with you. And, and just remember, just live life the best you can around them, enjoy them and, and just, you know, maximise your happiness with them by doing things with them. And remembering it's not, you know, it's not it's not the end of the world. It's tough, mm -hmm. but it's not the end of the world, is it? And definitely not. Does your wife go on any of the forums? Does she do any of that where she can talk to other people with autism or is she, are you in no, she's autistic in, groups? No, I mean, I should be Autism Society UK, I suppose, but um, I tend to just, um, I use Disabilities Rights UK a lot if I, want need, if I need to know something. And also we go to CAMS quite a lot, so I've got that. Um, and he comes here with you quite a lot. Yeah. Um, at the moment, it's, you know, yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. I still think I've got a lot of 
problems later on when he becomes an adult. I think that's going to be a major hurdle, uh, depending on which way that goes. Um, but he's just trying to stay positive and look at positives rather than yeah. there's lots of there's lots of negatives, and if you start dwelling on them, everything will become negative. Well, that's been wonderful. Thank you for ever so much for coming on today. And um, you know, I'd love to get you back on, yeah, next, on yeah. and we'll have another rattle about other bits and bobs. Because yeah. lives, I mean, we've got so many things in life, and we've got yeah. our jobs, we've got our parenthood, and we've got there's so many different things that make us us. Yeah. Um, sorry, Kev, we do have a message. Oh. John Paul Shaw. Oh, I don't yeah. know whether I should read it because oh. basically it's bigging you up. Oh, yeah. I've been your bruv. He used to come up the boxing himself. So uh, it's not a question or anything. It is just bigging you up. So he says, I know it's off subject, but can I can't, can't, I can't thank Kev enough. It was him. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have started boxing, let alone coaching. I owe, owe him the world. Thank you very much. You know, Always got a lot of time to listen to these. Keep it up. The good che- work, lads. Cheers, bro. That was read out. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> oh, God. But it, but it was read out. Yeah, yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. I don't want to say, we don't want to burn anymore, do we? I can't even see it. Can't you, mate? Nah, I can see it. I just can't read. Yeah, my glasses in the park. <laughs> so what we're going to do, we're going to fin- finish on a quote today. And what we're going to say is, what's the point in having dreams unless we're going to try our best to make them come true? So until we see each other next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Ta-ra a bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you'd like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta a bit. Listen, listen.